I wanna be a pop star 君をもっと夢中にさせてあげるからねキラキラのパップスター羽を広げ魔法をかけてあげよう君だけに Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Onkakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of February 15th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And that's it. Once again, it's another Dos Compadres episode. No gray, unfortunately. We'll make it fun now. Somehow, someway, we always do. <laughs> But yeah, how have you been? Just busy. It's, it's been a crazy week. Got some crazy weather today. Out of nowhere, it was 60 yesterday, and now it's 25 with snow and ice. Yay! Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're experiencing a very interesting cold front. Here in Hawaii, where we have winds gusting at 50, 30 to 50 miles an hour, and it's averaging around 62 degrees, which is fairly cold for Hawaii. That sounds chilly. I mean, I'll take 62 though, and over this, but still, we had 62 yesterday, and then, then this,、uh, this stuff we got today. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. The weather's been so weird here that it actually was snowing on one of the other islands on the mountainside. Holy cow. You're getting weird weather just like we are. Can't make up its mind. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so. And it's probably going to snow again on the big island where the summit is, where the big volcano is. It's probably going to snow this weekend because of all the weird weather that we've been Holy having. Holy cow. That is insane. So,、uh, I can't wait because it was just so funny because people seeing palm trees and then just snow on a mountain. <laughs> It's always interesting.、Mm -hmm. But yeah, let's continue on to what we've been listening to.、Uh, let's go ahead, go right ahead, Luna. So, a lot of random, random music this week.、Uh, a lot of Benny I got in her cover albums, which are in all English. I did not realize that. And they are covers of male Japanese vocalists, but in all English. And they're really good. I've only listened to one and three so far.、Um, I can't wait till you listen to two. Two is personally my favorite out of those three. So if you guys don't know, Benny is, she's a.、Um, she's half Japanese, Japanese and、singer. half Native American, if I'm correct. I believe so. But she has a very unique look. And her Japanese songs are really, really great. But she made a killing with these English cover songs. And it's so amazing. If you guys haven't had the chance, go pick them up. One, if you don't, if you want to know what it is,、um, just pick up Covers One at least. Covers One is a really good test of her skill. But Covers Two is by far my favorite one. And three is three is all right, but it doesn't reach that same level as it did with two, in my opinion. Yeah, and I haven't listened to two yet. I'm saving that for last. 
but I started out with three and I really enjoyed her cover of Won't Be Long by Exile. And I loved Hana that she covered by Orange Range because I knew that song. Oh, and I'm yeah. just, I loved it. I fell in love with that song so much. But that's been one of the things I've had on my car most of the week. And also Ink's album came, their first studio album, Bypath. I am extremely excited to pick that up. I really enjoy their music and their song Access is such an amazing track. I, I, I had to get that album. And it's really good. It's really good. If you haven't checked them out, I highly recommend them. Very talented. Um, and also I was listening to some of Kodakumi's driving hits a little bit. And Nakashima Mika's newest album, Bible. It is absolutely glorious. If you want to see what that looks like, you can check it out on her Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it is a sweet looking package. I, 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 I'm so jealous. Honestly. I will be doing an unboxing of it soon. Hopefully I just haven't gotten around to filming that yet, but it is beautiful and I've only listened to disc one out of three so far. Oh, wow. Yep. And then I went back to Onitsuka Chihiro because I started watching her videos and I watched her live. So I started re-listening to her ultimate collection, which is amazing because I probably know most of those songs. She is a super talented vocalist, very unique voice and somewhat depressing music, but I still love it. We Can Go and Roland or Call, uh, call I mean, so many favorite songs of mine. Gekko is also a really good song, An Infection. I, I couldn't tell you enough. Pick up one of her best albums, you won't be disappointed. So that's about my week's been all all chocked full of random random stuff. What about you, Ken? What have you been listening to this week? I've been listening to all the Seiyu, <laughs> all the Seiyu singers, pretty much. Um, with the announcement of a couple of news articles, I picked up Uesaka Sumire's a couple of her singles. I'm actually really looking forward to that. And in anticipation to my wallet just dying on February 20th with all the Bang Dream releases, I've been getting a couple of the singles that I'm actually missing from Bang Dream. And um, I actually was listening to Nana Mizuki again also because of a couple of articles that we were doing. So, but nothing much off of that. I went back to my Juicy playlist, like usual. Added a couple of um, anime songs to it because uh, I was re-listening to our anime endings podcast, and I was like, man, I I usually forget how good some of these songs are, so I had to go buy them and add them to my my playlist. You don't blame me. There were some good ones I forgot about until you and Gray mentioned a lot of them. Like, oh, I forgot how good that is. Yeah, really exactly. takes you back. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, besides that, let's continue on to our news this past week. We have actually quite a lot. I'm quite a surprised. Um, the first one is twice announces a lot of things for their best of album, which is going to be released on March 6th, and it's titled Hashtag Twice Two, and it will include their hit song, Likey, What Is Love, Yes or Yes, and will total out to about 10 tracks total. 
and it will actually release with two limited editions with a Type A including an 80-page photo book while Type B including a DVD copy of several music videos and making of behind-the-scenes things from those music videos. You can check out the uh, the major thing for Likey on our website and also check out the, the track list. It's pretty good, actually. I'm quite surprised. I'm kind of surprised for a best album. There's not more than 10 tracks. Mm, I'm pretty sure they'll probably be doing... It's all half Japanese, and I think the rest is, like, Korean. So I think they just kind of are going halvesies of what their their Japanese career is. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure... They're like saying, "Oh, we don't know how this, how long this train is gonna last, so we're gonna try and milk as much as we can, so to speak." Yep, it makes sense. Test the waters first with this and see, you know, how well it's received. Yeah, so I'm like looking forward to it, but I'm also kind of hesitant because this, in all sense and purposes, this is just a mini album, <laughs> a mini best of album, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But the the amazing stuff that they come with this limited edition is just chock full of stuff, though. I did see that, and that's what suckers me in. I, I'm very, very tempted, but there's way too much coming out in February 27th and March 20th. I swear I'm going to be bankrupt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the price we pay for doing this, right? <laughs> oh, it is. It is. I mean, glad to get these new releases, but man... But yeah, continuing on up, it's uh, something from our other writer, Renford. It is the indie band Polka comes back with their new music video, Sugi No Drive. And it's coming off their second album, Love to Die, which will be released or was actually released this past year, um, January. And they released the music video. So it's actually pretty interesting if you guys have a chance. And it has the nuances of a love song throughout the music video. So if you guys want to check them out, go right on our website. Uh, we would love love it, love it, love it if you guys check it out. And probably look out for a future indie corner about them. But yeah, continuing on up, it is Sumire Uesaka, which she is a Japanese seiyuu. And was the main reason why I kind of went on the bender of... <laughs> Seiyu singers here and she announced that she will be doing a brand new single called Bon Kubon Ha Kare no Mono which will release on April 17th and will be used as the opening theme song for Naze de Kokuni uh, Sensei Ga which uh, Uesaka stars in and is composed by Kiyoshi Ryujin. The song is meant to show a more sexier side of Uesaka, which she does have that appeal, honestly. So, it's it, it'll have three tracks total with a off-vocal track for every single song. So, I'm looking forward to it because she's something that actually came back recently because she went on a huge hiatus and then she's been kind of on and off of the, of the industry because she's been getting a lot of harassment, so to speak. <laughs> Oh, yeah, cause she's a she's a fairly attractive lady. Uh, I've I've showed you pictures of mm-hmm. her, and I, she's I know a, who she is. She's a fairly attractive lady, so of course you know these these crazy Seiyu fans kind of 
they stalk them. Yeah. Write them letters. I mean, there's some. I feel really bad for some of them because death threats and all that, all the scares and getting followed and. Yeah, so she was very amount of hiatus because of this. But I'm happy to see her come back, and you know I'm really looking forward to this single, because writing this single's name was a pain in the ass. <laughs> if you guys don't know what it looks like, every space is like this triangle, and trying to find the right symbol for those triangles was just painted in itself. <laughs> But yeah, if you guys want to, just check out the um, music video for several of her other songs, and you can pre-order it off our site also. And um, unfortunately, Gray isn't here to announce this, but I'm pretty sure he would have been happy to otherwise. Um, the Hirayana Kiyakizaka 46 is is being retooled and reborn as Hinata Zaka 46. So, I've never noticed this until... It was brought to my attention about this. Honestly, I thought Kiyakizaka 46 was just one word or one group. But supposedly these people that had it in Hiragana, which is the, um, I guess the more childlike way of writing Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Com- yeah, it's the beginner level. So I would say it is a little bit more childlike, childlike. depending on the word. Yeah, childlike, I guess, or elementary level of Japanese writing yeah. com- compared to kanji. I honestly thought they were one and the same, but apparently they are the kenkyusei or the research students, so like the underclassmen to mm-hmm. Kiyakizaka. But at this point, they just announced that, hey, we're just going to be our own group compared to being someone's shadow, so to speak. Which is good. I mean, they technically have been a third group, but now it's official that they're a third group. So If it makes you feel better, I didn't know the difference either. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man, I, I honestly thought they were one and the same. I but did they, too. Yeah, you know, they'll they'll release a new single in March under this new moniker that they have made. And... You know, you can pre-order that single whenever we get more information about it. You'll be darn right gray or I will probably be doing the information about that. But yeah, you can pre-order it on our site and check out their latest single, Happy Aura, also on our site. And Luna, if you want to take up the next couple bits of news here. Of course. So, next latest one is... Mizuki Nana is uh, going to be releasing her ne- uh, new Blu-ray and is in her clip series. So she has several. She, every couple years she'll release a new clips one. And this year we're on number eight. There are previously seven other ones. I actually own quite a few of them and the packaging is glorious. So this, will, this um, clip set eight will be it comes out march 20th it's available in blu-ray and dvd so it'll start with her 34 singles starting now and it'll go up to her latest single never surrender and it also comes with a lot of bonus video content which is the reason i love these series you can check out all the bonus content on our website there's way too much to discuss on here (laughs) She chucks it full, and you can also check out her latest video, Never Surrender. But, man, this this release is exciting, and it's a really good price for the Blu-ray. It's, like, 38 USD, 
which is pretty cheap for Japanese Blu-ray. And I want to say her Clip 7 was around 50, 50 USD when it came out. Because I remember debating on buying it. I waited till it went on sale. <laughs> so I'm very excited about this one. And the next one, who I actually mentioned, who I've been listening to lately is Onitsuka Chihiro announces a new Blu-ray of her latest concert along with a re-release of her album that came out last year. So her new Blu-ray will be entitled Hush Hush Loud and it'll be a Blu-ray plus it'll come with a bonus CD as well. And this, uh, this was the concert she did at Tokyo Dome City Hall in December. And the CD will include an acoustic tour she did in June. And the album that she released last year was Syndrome. And they'll be releasing it in a premium collector's edition. So it'll come in an exclusive packaging and a whole bunch of goodies with it as well as a bonus CD. You can check out more information on our website. And you can also pre-order it on CD Japan. I am very excited about this. I have already pre-ordered Hush Hush Loud. And I think I'm going to do the premium edition of Syndrome because I missed out on the initial limited edition release. So. And a next bit of news, which, oh man, I have been waiting for this one. My copy's pre-ordered. Kodokumi rolls out her newest driving hits CD. And it is driving hits now. Oh, Driving Hits 9. Not now. I keep thinking of the now series. (laughs) (laughs) But Driving Hits 9. And this is a pretty awesome set. So it not only comes with 9, but it comes with two bonus CDs as well that are going to contain 30 of her latest and most popular remixes. So this is a pretty cool set. And this comes out February 20th. So pretty much in... you know next week so or when we talk about this it's probably up but you can pre-order it on our site along checkout with the track listing and if you get the first press edition you do get a slip with it and also there is a fan club edition if you were part of her fan club let me guess you're gonna let me Hmm? guess you're gonna go try and get it (laughs) well i'm a part of her fan club it's 25 a year the only thing it sucks is you gotta use tenso which is a third-party drop shipper and my DNA fan club edition came slightly damaged because Mumo packages for Japan and I refused to pay for protective packaging when I shipped it here. <laughs> so that's my fault there. So if I do order from Tenso, I'll probably do protective packaging. But the fan club edition comes with some goods. And it's pretty much like a little pouch you can put in your car and put CDs in and hook to your um, visor. Oh. It, it's really cool and it's useful. It's just the price. It's around 60, 70 USD, not including shipping to Tenso and then shipping to where I live. Hmm. So I'm looking at $100 for that. And I'm kind of debating on if I want to hit the okay buy it or okay wait until something else might be dropping from her soon. So, and I think you might have the last tidbit of news, Ken. Yeah, well, I actually have two tidbits. Um, the one will just be the transition from singles to news, but the less new release news here is 
Neo Edie announces a special release for her anniversary. So today, actually, it was pretty much announced in Japan that for her seventh year in the music industry,、uh, she announced that she'll be making a brand new album titled Duo, releasing on April 17th.、Uh, this will be her sixth original album. Overall, after her amazing successful album *Time* back in early 2018, we actually covered that when we were still doing albums at the time. I remember、mm-hmm. doing that, and she will. As of right now, there are two singles to be tied in with this album, which is *Kono Shikaide* and *Moshi Kimi o Yadusetara*, with. Two DVD plus CD limited editions. The first one will include a DVD of a f- fan event, which was only women's only, that took place in October of 2018. And Type B will have a bunch of various music videos and making of several songs from the album. You can actually pre-order it all on our site. You can check up the lovely little track listing as of right now that has been available. And you can also check out her song "Kono no Sekai Day" on our site. So I'm actually looking forward to this. Time was an amazing album, and I I should be following her a lot more than I should be. But I'm I'm looking forward to this release, honestly. I am too. I have a couple of her first. I have her first and second album, and they are amazing. And I I really need to get back into following her. So. And time was really, really good. I'm thinking about picking this up because I really love her. She has a magnificent voice. And finally, this is going to be our transition news here.、Um, Sekai no Owari recruits a very special guest for their song "Stargazer." So they are obviously they are a four-member pop band, but they released the song "Stargazer" on their official YouTube channel. And is set to be part of their newest r- release, I, which will have a total track count of thirteen tracks total. But what's really interesting about this is they recruited Kiaki Zaka Forty Six member Yudina Hirata as the main focal point of the music video. And I don't know if you watched it yet, Luna. It is a very interesting take of her. Because she plays the rebellious teen, so it's it's very very interesting. But it shows her amazing dance skills, nonetheless. Her dancing under the quote unquote moonlight, and it's a different change from what she usually is portrayed as with Kiyakizaka Forty Six. And I'm simply amazed at this girl's dance skills. I mean. I was always amazed by it from Kiyakizaka, but from her being just a solo dancer by herself and showing off the the hard work and effort that she does is so so amazing. But yeah, I mean Sekawadi will be actually releasing two. It'll be a double release that day for I. They'll be releasing another album called Lips, which is going to be on the same day. Also, you can check out the track listing for that on our site and actually pre-order both albums. And also, while you're at it, check out the music video. It is simply amazing. If you guys haven't had the chance to, I will be checking that out later. I.、Uh... I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. I was、uh, should 
there was one part of I would I don't know if I say it's news, but since you said music video, mm. so right. Chanmina released her latest music video, I'm a Pop, and this correlates to her single that's dropping February 27th. We had did a news article on this a couple weeks back. And I am super, I'm even more excited for this single now. I watched that music video twice today. And she incorporates Japanese, Korean, and English very well in it. And it's a pretty hot and very, very American stylized music video. It has some Japanese aspects, but it has some big American hip hop aspects. And she, it feels like she really took all three cultures them and mashed them into the video and did it very tastefully. So... You know, I'm I'm kind of actually really really looking forward to this single a lot more, mostly because just you know just hearing your undying love for her as of late. <laughs> and I so. like her lyrics. I think that's the thing. Like her her lyrics for the song kind of talk about how the music industry wants her to choose between being pop, rock, or hip hop, and she's like, "I'll be what I want to be. I'm not choosing. I can't pick one thing." Mm. So I really do like that she incorporates what's going on in her life to her music and gets it out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. and it's something that you usually kind of don't see all too often, and especially with someone with her vocal range also, which is just simply amazing. I, You know, the first handful of times that I was listening to her songs, I kind of brushed it off, but, you know, actually sitting down and watching one of her songs was, like, very, very powerful and emotional just like when we were going through the our best ofs of 2018 Mm -hmm. just sitting down and listening to her vocals and listening to what she has to say that kind of changed my image of her so to speak yeah and that that's kind of what i guess did it for me is i you know when i initially heard her i thought she was just kind of fun and dance and i like that and then i really started diving deep and a lot of her lyrics is such good meaning that it she really drew me in her song doctor the lyrics are really like are pretty powerful when how what she talks about there and i'm really looking forward to this release because there's going to be an english version of doctor on that cd so very excited about this i highly recommend checking out the video it's on youtube and follow her official channel because she has some behind the scenes for her videos and they're pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, from that, let's move on to the Oricon this past week. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to convert a article for Indie Corner, but we'll get back to it next week. I promise you that. But yeah, with that, um, actually, this week was somewhat interesting. A lot of anime... Like a lot of anime <laughs> was on mm-hmm. this week. Um, we'll we'll get to it when we talk about it, but there was just a lot of anime. <laughs> but yeah, let's continue on. First off, with Anda Bidis. Oh, I I hate Katakana with a passion, <laughs> but it this is Rock Alive slash Arcadia Cat by Anda. BDC day under 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 beastie under beastie <laughs> uh under beastie under beastie under beastie 
That makes no sense. <laughs> that makes no freaking sense at all. <laughs> but once again, this is Rock Alive and Arcadia Cat by Underbeastie. And they're a Visual K rock idol group. <laughs> That's three genres that I never think I'd ever see. <laughs> Together. And one. And a single on Oricon. Yes. <laughs> so, I actually really dug this. Yeah. All jokings aside, this is really great. Yeah. It, it stood out from the usual that makes the Oricon. Arcadia Cat was an amazing song, and I didn't really know what to expect when I saw the cover. Mm, I, yeah. I was thinking they could be dance and cutesy. They could be metal. I didn't know what they were going to be. Yeah, you know, like I said, this is a very interesting subsect of what idol could be and, like, evolution of idol music. And this is also hithering on their technically visual K also, I don't mind that at all, being a Visual K person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just the aesthetics, they got mm-hmm. everything right. The vocals were amazing. I didn't I was, expect that from yep, them. I thought I was going to comment gonna be, on that. I thought they were going to be kind of like, you know, um, Lady Baby or Baby Metal, where they're just doing cutesy, cutesy Japanese lyrics, but with rock undertones. But no, their vocals are a very mature sounding vocal and mm-hmm. i love that actually love that i agree with you 100 percent on this because when i heard their vocals i was pretty blown away i didn't expect that at all and they they're they have some amazing like deep vocals and i think all the girls really did an amazing job like and their outfits were pretty sweet but um, I mean that they're so amazing, and you know what? This single is only ten dollars. That's it. Yeah. That's cheap. That's cheap for a single. That's cheap for a single, and I am thinking of getting this actually. And this is the this is their only single to chart on the Oricon. So I mean, they must have a huge fan following to do so. So uh, I, I'm kind of curious about some of their other music now. I thought maybe this was their deb- debut single because I've never seen them on here before. And I want to check out more of their music after hearing this because they, I mean, they really got something here with their, their vocals and I love their style. Oh man, this just brings me back to high school, man. Visual K, just like I said, we, we have to have an episode just talking about Visual K and that'll be a very very interesting rabbit hole that we're gonna go down on Mm -hmm. oh i agree on that one that'll be intriguing but yeah i mean it scored a total of 11,598 points and going on up to number nine it is soste mata by billy idol once again this is another group where just looking at what they are you expect them to be the cutesy idol group. And they're, to a degree, an idol group. But they also have that sense of they have a more mature-sounding vocal. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really, really like. And they, they, you know, the weird thing is they reminded me a little bit of perfume in their vocals. Mm. I don't know what it was, but they, they had this this 
sound that reminded me like a little bit of perfume but I, I don't know how to describe it in the song there was just this little bit of a sense that gave me that vibe and I do agree, I didn't expect them to sound the way they did, especially looking at the single cover. I thought when I saw the name, like, oh, Billy Idol, they're playing on Idol. Like, in Idol groups, they're just going to be a typical cutesy, you know, four-girl group. So they, they surprised me as well. Yeah, no, I mean, they have such a very interesting sound and interesting image towards them that, you know, it th- it threw me off to the point that I really really love this song because of just how interesting and so just a little bit non idol this was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this week it sold a wonderful twelve thousand three hundred and nineteen points, and going on up once again to number eight, it is "Lemon" by Yunezu Kenshi. One year. Just, just dominating. Nothing more we can say about that. They, he reached an amazing thing. That for singles, it's really difficult, if not very rare, to do now. Mostly because we don't have groups like or vocalists like Ami and stuff like that. It's, it's interesting to see a, a single reach this pinnacle. But there's nothing more we can usually say about this. It's been here on the charts again and again. And this week it sold a wonderful 17,367 points. And going on up, oh god, it is uh, Stand By You by SKE48. This song won't die. <laughs> no, oh, it's still on there. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, I'm. Gray is up there just cheering from the rafters. I can hear this. it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. <laughs> I personally, I still don't like it, but it it is what it is. I'm not gonna get on this fight again. <laughs> it sold a wonderful eighteen thousand two hundred and thirty one points this week, and going on up, it's Zipang by Hyde featuring Yoshiki. This is their second collaboration that they've done, and I don't know how I felt about this. This was, you know, I like the fact that they're collaborating, but this collaboration is such an interesting thing i want to first hear your thoughts about this before i continue on luna well i agree it was actually a very interesting song when it first started i didn't know what to think because it started off really slow like one of the older rock songs from the mid 90s and then it jumped into when you when you hear yoshiki playing the piano oh my god when it cut to that that was where, in my opinion, the song just started from there. And then it just dived deep into, you know, like, rock heaven, I guess you could say. Um, Hyde's vocals were amazing, but it felt like a rock power ballad in a way. I'm trying to think of how to describe it because it was a mixture. It felt like there was the first half, you know, was before Yoshiki came in with that piano and they cut to him. The second half was sounded like it picked up. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, it felt like that typical 90s rock slow rock band, but then it just continued on. After that piano solo, it just ranked it up to 11. Mm -hmm. And that's what's the interesting hook there. I think from the piano solo on is where I honestly decided to judge this song. Because originally I was like, man, this sounds like, 
power rock. Mm-hmm. And something that I've already heard. So, but it's interesting nonetheless. And I can't wait for more stuff by them. If they're going to continue on with this collaboration, I can't wait. I agree to that. I'm very interested to see mo- what more they'll do. But yeah, with that, Zipping sold a wonderful 20,393 points. And going on up is Okyu, Menkyu, Mito, Steppu, Bai, and Hop, Stop, Nonstop. By Aquars from the lovely Love Live series. Oh boy, I mean, this song is still better than the other songs that that was released for the movie, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later on when we get to, I think it's number three, number two or three. Yep, somewhere up there. It's coming. Somewhere up there. It's a coming. But, you know, not much more we can say. If you want to hear our initial thoughts, listen to last week's episode. It's an amazing thing. And it sold a lovely 21,933 points this time around. And going on up, it is Idol Master Side M World Treasure 06. Hello, Frodenans. Frodon? Frodine? Ferun? I don't know. Are, are they speaking French? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be friend in French. Hello, hello friend. Hello, friend. It, hello, friend. That would be the translation. So I can't speak French, but I can read it. It's weird. Buongiorno. No, I'm speaking Italian. <laughs> well, bonjour is technically French, and I can I can say you know, je m'appelle Luna, but my French speaking has always not been good. I've tried. I just don't <laughs> have that. I wish if I did. I love the language. Yeah. But this is the male side for the Idol Master series, hence the side M thing. And God, I couldn't listen to this song. <laughs> so it was really strange. I listened to the whole thing. I, I uh, it was just one of those, oh, the one guy's voice was so deep, some reason it just, one of the voices irked me in some way that I don't know how to describe. Some of the other voices were okay, but I just wasn't feeling this one. It was an interesting take to hear the men's side of it, though, because we always see the idol masters of all the girls. We never see the guys. I did like, I like that they bring something different to it. Just wasn't my taste. I mean, someone has to do all the husbando stuffs. Very true. I'm sure there's a, a lot of fangirls you know who really really enjoyed it and you know it might fit into the show very very well just not something i'm into but it was very interesting you know it's funny so this is to go a little bit off that i went to i went to go buy stuff for vice schwartz which is the anime card game and there's just so much token rabu stuff it's 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 so weird (laughs) And, you know, I understand the appeal, but I'm just surrounded by these girls who are buying these cards, and they're just going crazy. Just crazy after Token Rabu. But, I mean, I guess it is what it is for some people for the other other side, for the female side. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was a huge Roy Mustang from Fullman Alchemist fan. I mean, I would go my, out of my way to buy anything with him on it. 
Still do occasionally. I even have his character CD unopened because I didn't want to open it because I'm like, oh my god, I can't open this. It's too glorious. <laughs> so yes, I I understand the female side of it, but then I also understand the male side of it because I have a lot of girls that I love and you should see my collection of figures and a lot of them are a little racy depending on what character I like. <laughs> so, and I do have some male figures cause I'm still looking for more Roy Mustang figures. I only have two minis. Mm. I really want a really big PVC one. Mm. Which reminds me, have you, have you seen the, the Kotobukiya Bishoujo or Bishonen line? I think I've for, seen some um, of it. I really want the Yu Hakusho Kotobukiya figures, but I couldn't afford them when I was in Japan in 2014, and I regret not picking up Hiei. I love Hiei and Kurama. You should try look up the... It, I don't know if you're a fan of this, but you should look up the Nightwing B Shonen. I have um, seen Kotobu that. I've it's seen that because one of my friends bought it. It's glorious. It's glorious. Oh I've just my seen that booty. god, it is. <laughs> I, I was just like, my friend bought it. I'm like, you bought that? And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to know how much that was. <laughs> it's not cheap. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, oh, my goodness. I kind of want this. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a fan of Batman or any of the mythos, but God damn, that's a good, that's a good figure right there. And they make the best figures, and they are worth the money. I just hate spending that money, and then after I don't buy it, I regret it. Because <laughs> I've been trying to get some fate figures, and I want my saber. <laughs> I want my bride saber. I still regret not buying that two hundred dollar bride saber figure. I just couldn't drop two hundred oh, bucks on a figure. Oh man, just a taste, just a taste. Mm -hmm. So I understand the 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 fans around like the CDs like this. So I'm glad mm. they do have something for the women now. You know, yeah. for so long they've had everything for the men, but now we do get yeah. something for the women. So. Yeah, it's funny because Bang Dream is going to announce their or release their Argo Navis, which is the male version of Bang Dream. So you'll actually get to see the Seiyus actually perform these songs with the bands and stuff like that. That'll so be interesting. I'm, I'm quite interested to see how that's going to do. It The first concert actually did fairly well from what I've been seeing reports on, but... I'm holding my reservations until I see the live performance, so to speak. But yeah. Continuing on. Um, Sidem sold a wonderful 34,313 points. Uh, 34,513 points. Sorry about that. And going on up, it is to number three. Believe Again, Brightest Melody and Over the Next Rainbow by... A very interesting subgroup for the Love Live series. It is Saint Snow, Aquars, and Saint Aquar Snow, which is, I guess, the Over the Next Rainbow. This is strictly from the movie. And I was quite surprised because they were churning these things out. This is the third week from the third release from the singles for this one movie. But I guess if you're going to make your money, you're going to make your money that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, and I will say, so I can only listen to Saint Snow because it was on YouTube, but Saint Snow's Believe Again, that song is amazing. So far, this is my favorite song for the movie. Believe Again, so, so, so good. Like, I loved every bit of it. So, I, I'm trying to see which are the... So, these these are the rival, the Saint Snow is the rival 
group, so to speak, for um for Love Live. So it's 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 interesting. I'm trying to see well, who they killed it. <laughs> they killed it. They, they damn killed it. I know. Mic drop. Right there. Mic drop. <laughs> Tano Asami plays one of the characters. I want to see Leia. I think Leia's played by. Oh, Sato Hinan. Mm, mm. Very, very, they have very good, uh, interesting Seiyus playing these Saint Seiya. Saint Snow, not Saint Seiya. And <laughs> the no, wrong anime series there. Be like Saint Seiya. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, go buy Jump Force at your local GameStop. Power to players, by the way. They need all the support they can get. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I will if it's for my system. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this Believe Again was an amazing song, and I'm actually wanting to watch the movie now and just put it on uh, just audio only. <laughs> no, no need for that 3D. I'm surprised they didn't 3D because 3D TVs and players have been out for a couple years. It's all about the 4K. All about that 4K. Oh, boy. But, yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. I can't wait to see more. I Hopefully this is the last bit of it because, yeah, it should be because next week is all Bang Dream 24-7. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Bushiro don't want to release anything that will go against each other mm-hmm. but you know believe again brides melody and over the next rainbow sold a wonderful eighty thousand one hundred and eighty one points and going on up to these last two this is amazing so these two posted over two hundred thousand points just a little spoiler there that is amazing mm-hmm. and one of them reached them by cd alone Yep, they killed everything else on the charts. I mean, just squashed it up and annihilated two singles, making the top two selling over two hundred thousand is insane. It it is. I'm just Oh goodness. But let's not beat around the bush here and continue on to number two, and that is Suki Toyu Iwanasitai by iZone. Now iZone is the group from the forty eight family from produce 48 am i right <laughs> hopefully i'm right i think i am <laughs> i think so i i know they're korean yeah i know they're korean but that's so all i know like, i don't know too much about izone it is from the produce 48 i was correct about that i was very scared that i wasn't correct about that but yeah they are the produce 48 group and it's strictly I think they only have three Japanese people on here. And then the the rest is all Korean. What did you feel about this, Luna? I, it felt too Korean to me. I don't know how to explain that. I mean, oh, I felt boy. like they didn't... I, I don't want to say too Korean, but they didn't deviate from their Korean music style. Yeah, I saw the first 30 seconds of this and I'm like, yeah, I know what to expect already. This is so manufactured Korean it was very predictable for the style because no offense to Korea. I do love Korean music. There's a lot of Korean music I love, but some of them have a very predictable style. And I felt like I zoned to me, this single was very predictable. And I did listen to the whole thing because I did want to watch it. And I, there are some band groups I do have a soft spot for. 
to me, I could tell that some of the members maybe struggled a little bit with their Japanese because I don't know which members they were, but they had a very interesting accent when they sang. And it reminded me of when 21 tried to get into the industry and you could heavily hear it in their vocals. So this pushed on it, which is understandable. They're doing their best and they're trying. But I just, it just felt like they didn't do anything different to to break into the Japanese music and deviate, you know, like push their Korean, you know, have a certain style for Korean, have a certain style for Japanese. Because I feel like twice split it up. Girls Generation mm. did a decent job splitting it up. You know, even 21 split theirs up and four minute. And, you know, a lot of them, yes, you can have bring some of the songs over, but a lot of them, they change their music video or they change the type of style by a little bit. You know, I just felt like this didn't bring anything unique to the table. It just felt like your typical idol group, you know, your cutesy idol group. It seems like your typical Korean cutesy idol group mm-hmm. that that's the main differentiation here and i i don't know what to do if this is the the path that izone is going to continue with then you know i'm done <laughs> i i'm more done now than ever because i thought well this is their take on the korean market well, a, a, a merger, so to speak, of the Korean and the Japanese market, but they're just ripping straight off and not deviating too much. And they're just going to be vanilla Korean at this point. Yeah, and that that's what... Um, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I understand they're trying to do both industries, but at the same time, y- you know, they just need to deviate it a little bit. You know, I just felt like they're... The song wasn't as unique or it wasn't catchy. It was very forgettable. You know, I you feel like for a debut single, it should be like, bam, you'll remember it. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. But nothing to that, to that course actually went on there. I, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Although Japan disagreed with us. But oh yeah, they... Japan disagree with us. But this is technically just a forty-eight group. But we've always kind of been either on or with. That's true. With them, I'm yeah. kind of curious how their next single will be. If it'll if if they'll do something different or if they'll stick with what they're doing right now. Yeah. Well, this is their first taste, and we'll see. I mean, they could change it up because, you know, they could be getting into the style that they want to get into and be doing some, I'm trying to think how to, you know, doing some ex- experiments and seeing what will do good for them or what will work for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of curious where they'll go, but... For me, this song didn't do anything special for me. Yeah. I will say, like, when Girls' Generation broke into the industry, for example, they broke out with their debut single was Genie. And I still remember that song because I love the Korean version, but I also like the Japanese version, and they did do something different with it. You know, and even though they did rehashes of a lot of their songs, they end up doing original Japanese songs, too. But a lot of them stood out from their Korean music. Like, I can tell their what their Korean stuff is versus their Japanese stuff. So, I'm just using them as an example because they... iZone reminds me a little bit of them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, 
Am I saying their name right? Because I think the Z is supposed to be a two, so I don't know if it's supposed to be twelve one. <laughs> so I think I've been saying their name wrong the whole time, but when I looked them up, I'm like, oh, I might be saying that wrong. I don't know though. No, 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 no. Well, iZone, iZone is fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, they sold an um, bombastic two hundred thirty-one thousand or two hundred thirty thousand six hundred and fifty-eight points. And going on up to number one, it is Kimio Daiskida by Kiss My Feet 2. And th- these guys are just been in the industry for a long, long time. And, uh, the preview that they showed up on AVEX is amazing. And it made me want to buy this single. I 100% agree with that. That preview changed my mind because some of their songs have been hit or miss for me but this song like sold me to them from that preview and that's rare it's a one minute preview and it had me wanting to buy it and me looking up the single but yeah i mean i highly agree with you on the single there i mean just listening to this was just amazing i don't know what it is it's just the little clips that minute and a half clip i don't know how it got me but it just got me by the cojones, so to speak, and it wants me to go and buy this now. And the, the harmonies in it that you, you hear in that clip are just so gorgeous. And the melody with it, I it really, really pulls you in. And it gives you just enough to say, hey, I have to have this to listen to the full thing. Yeah, I know. Um, as soon as I heard this, I was like, damn it, now I need to buy the, the rest of the single because it's a really, really good song, and I know why Japan loved it now. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is one that just made all of it off CDs. Physical CDs, because yeah. they heard that clip, they're like, oh my god, this is amazing, I'm buying it. Or the diehard fans probably bought it day one anyway. But the ones yeah. who aren't, just hearing that little bit of the clip is enough to make you go out and buy it. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, you know, it's so amazing to see them back at it again. And this time they sold an amazing 297,413 copies. I'll just say copies because they only had CDs at this point. And as usual, let's peer over to the albums. I'm really more excited about next week's albums because so much came out this past week, which means they'll show up on next week. Ooh, so. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I think we might be referring to the same thing. Yeah, so No Branches' new album reached number nine, so I'm quite happy. I'm actually liking a lot of his experimental stuff recently, so if you guys have a chance, go right ahead. You you guys didn't really like his album the last time, but um, ever since that first album with the little boy and his experimental music that mm-hmm. he does is so great. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody finally dropped down to number eight, and I think we're talking about the same thing with number seven here. Yep. It is Polka Dot Stingray's Euphorium album, and I am so happy it reached number seven. Universal banked so hard on this band doing well, and they have. They made it to Oricon, at least. They did. I'm so happy for them because they are such an amazing band, and I'm ecstatic to see them make the Oricon and make seven day one, which is 
pretty darn good. Mm. Especially for album sides of all things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's it's good. You guys definitely gotta check them out. They have they're a pop rock band, but they have a pop rock band with range. They could go into poppy rock in one song and then really dramatic slow rock into the next. That and that's what I love about them so so much. And going on up, it's for me by Yuki. I was looking forward to this album also, and I can't wait. Um, I'm getting. I'm probably gonna buy my album digitally for this one. So I'm glad to see oh. her back in the charts. Yeah, I am definitely happy about that. I'm happy that Milk also made it with number four. So I they still were don't know how I feel band. about them. I kept seeing their singles pop up, and I was the one who mm. would find little tidbits that I didn't like of the song or the video because it yeah. creeped me out. Yeah, I don't know what it was interesting because it would just be one or two things in the, in the entire song that just set you off, so to speak. Yep, yeah. I remember that, and I remember that name because you know, Milk is a very unique name, and it does stand out, and you remember it. But yes, I remember one of their videos because it was really weird. And yeah. I remember that because I remember not liking certain things in the song. Yeah. But it did well. Time Capsule sold at number four. 17 is still there at number three. And reaching number one is Nessie with his fifth anniversary best of album. You should check out Nessie. He is from AAA. So I'm pretty sure Gray is. You can hear him right now going, woohoo. Ooh, I might have to check him out because I've, I've listened to Udata... Udata now now yeah from the AAA. Si- yes, yeah, the other male one, right? Yes, and I really enjoy him, so I'll have to check out Nissi. Especially since it's a fifth anniversary best, I think that's the best time to check it out. Oh yeah, you'll have the greatest hits right then and there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is there anything that you wanted to bring up before we kind of roll out here? We're pretty much all done. No, I think we're doing great. And I I do want to thank the lovely fan who commented on the Necrotaki article. We greatly appreciate your comment and we're really glad you enjoy them as well. Yeah, there are such, you know, it's funny if we want to get into a little bit of analytics here. Necrotaki is still our top five article of the year, just in general for the site. It's one of the top fives. And they are an amazing band. I'm really thinking about doing a review on their album one. But my problem is I can't really critique it because I loved every song. So it's going to be a difficult album to review. (laughs) Well, if anything, we'll be looking forward to it nonetheless. But please look forward to a couple things where the site will be doing a review for the AAA albums gray is personally doing all of those but it's going to be his series as he's continuing down towards the triple a sides and don't forget next month end of march we will be doing our nishinokana artist spotlight so please look forward to that and if you guys notice something a little bit different this this next week it's that i will be doing a special collaborative episode with our good friends over at potasaurus and it'll be one of our top 10 favorite ots's or game track soundtracks so please look forward to that and if you guys don't know them they are two of our affiliates one is 
Koryu Hunter. He is a Japanese Twitch streamer who does a lot of these spooky games. He was going through Resident Evil and Silent Hill, I believe, the last couple days. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can check out our other affiliate, Timber Taft. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, heading over to the Dark Souls 2 and a various amount of games. He'll be doing another YouTube project if you guys check him out at youtube.com slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T, and twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And if you want to continue hearing my dulcet tones or lack thereof, you can listen to Podasaurus, which is a gaming-focused podcast in light of vein of Ongakuryu, but where I just don't talk when other horror games are mixed into the equation or anything that way. But I did talk a lot this past week because of Final Fantasy XIV news, and I love that game all so much. You can also check me stream Final Fantasy XIV at twitch.tv slash where I'm just hitting stuff with sticks. You can also check out our Instagram and Twitter at Ongakuryu, where pretty much Luna runs the show on the Instagram, and it's vice versa with me on Twitter. I'm running pretty much a tight ship on that. And you can also check out our website, Ongakuryu.com, where we try to do our best to upload the latest and greatest of Japanese news on on our... Not on the podcast. On the, sh- on the website there. <laughs> Is there anything that you wanted to bring up? Oh, where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on Twitter at LunaMaria87. I don't use it that often, so don't count on me being there. <laughs> Except every couple of days or a week. Or you can find me on Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram. And I am on there all the time. And you can see my lovely collection of Blu-rays, DVDs, anime, and some J-pop and K-pop CDs. So, <laughs> and don't forget, you can follow Gray at Ongaku Gray, and you can follow me on Twitter at OTYCanWan on both Twitter and Instagram. I've been slowly but surely going using the Instagram. I'm not the greatest Instagrammer. I don't know if that's the terminology. I would there. say yeah, it's Instagrammer. It's it's fun. <laughs> I hey, once you once you start doing it, you get addicted. That's I got addicted to it. <laughs> But yeah, I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungaku Diu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. And this is Luna signing off. It was a great day today. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Thank you.